Welcome to the RYR Endurance Team Podcast. We are grateful that you've chosen to tune in and listen. If you are a runner, aspiring runner, triathlete, or aspiring triathlete, you are in the right place. We love sharing what we know about these sports. If you like what you hear, you can always learn more by contacting us at ryrcoach at gmail.com or by visiting our website, ryrenduranceteam.com. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please do us a favor. Give us a five-star review and subscribe. This helps others find us. Thanks for listening. Good evening, Coach Paula. Hello, Dino Roberto. (laughs) That's an interesting name for me. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. It's been a long day. Is that Spanish or Italian? Probably neither. Okay. Probably neither. So you are three and a half weeks out from Chicago. How's training going? Well, it's going really well this week. Yesterday, I had pretty much the same workout as I had exactly one week ago. And my intervals averaged 10 to 15 seconds better per pickup. And I think it was just the weather. Weather makes a big difference. It was in the low 60s Mm. and low humidity when I went out for that workout yesterday. It's making things sound good for Chicago in three and a half weeks. Yeah. So... We haven't discussed this in a long time, but I still have my streak going. Yes, you do. So I think today was day 264. Wow. Congratulations. So it's a uh, blessing to be able to run, and I do not take it for granted. And one of these days, the streak will end for some reason or another. But I'm just grateful every day to be able to get out the door. Lace up the shoes and get out the door. Yep. And another thing we haven't talked about in a while is my violin progress. I started taking violin lessons in February of 2020. And probably a big motivation for me was that my dad had given me the violin when I was 12 or 13 years old. And I just thought in his honor, I wanted to learn to play the violin. And I'm not a, I'm not really on a streak of practicing every day, but I try to practice every day. I missed some days last week with a lot going on. Life happens. Life happens, but uh, I am in book five, so of the Suzuki violin lessons. Yep. So feeling pretty good about that. I've completed. Well, I don't guess you ever really complete a piece because. You can always get better and better at a piece, but starting to be able to do vibrato a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know anything about violin playing? I'm impressed when you play two strings at the same time. Yeah, that's called double stops. So I'm starting to incorporate some double stops. So it's interesting. And she told me, my teacher, Adrian, told me to start listening to the next piece in book three. So book five. In book five, yeah. So I'm moving on to piece three in book five. Wow. So anyway, I still have a lot to learn, and the violin's a tricky, tricky instrument. So I have a funny story about your violin. You have a funny story about the violin? I do. A funny story. So I work from home, and I was hosting a meeting one day, and I was recording the meeting, and I had the office door closed, and you were in 
in an adjacent bedroom with the door closed so I could faintly hear you through the walls and the doors. But on that particular occasion, I was using our podcasting microphone, the Yeti, and apparently it picks up a lot more sound than my shocks that I often wear. Eventually, a co-worker of mine said, Dean, we can hear the violin in the background. I thought, yikes, I didn't know that. I went back to listen to that recording this week because I was trying to refresh some of my notes from that meeting. The Yeti microphone was working well that day. Oh, boy. It was like you were in the room with me. Oh, boy. That's embarrassing. Which you You told me about that. You didn't miss a note, though. You told me about that. That happened several months ago. And since then, I have moved. I have relocated in our home. You have relocated several times. (laughs) You were in the sunroom. You were in the office before I was working from home. Then you went to another bedroom. And now you're in our bedroom. Eventually, you might be outside. I don't know. Yes, when I retired, I was pretty excited. I set myself up in a nice little home office and did all the things back here. And I'm the uh, bookkeeper for our church and had me a nice little setup going on. And then you began working full time from home. And so my office became your office, which is fine. So, but then. I relocated my violin to the sunroom, and that has been overtaken and is now the playroom. For Sweet Ellie Ann. For Sweet Ellie Ann. And I had to repurpose that room. One of uh, the athletes that we coached, that family was selling a gymnastics mat. And so I purchased that for the grandbaby. And that just set off a whole chain of events that got the sunroom turned into a playroom, which she needs a playroom, especially in the winter, because she's here a lot and she needs to have things to do. So, and then, so I moved my violin back to the bedroom you were talking about that's adjacent to your office. And then when you were telling me about that story that your coworkers could hear me playing, I was extremely embarrassed because I'm very shy about my violin playing and I'm not super confident that it's Earworthy. <laughs> so now it's lovely. It's all the way on the other side of the house. So yeah, I'm not sure how we got off on all that, but yeah, I'm still playing the violin. If I ever get to book six, then maybe I'll bust out the violin on mm-hmm. the podcast one day because you know we've had a couple people, a couple of our listeners say that, that would be of interest to them to hear that. So I do have a question though. Yes. What is the contraption sitting on the floor? The contraption on the floor is my new homemade TIB bar. T-I-B bar. And is that an acronym for something? It's not an acronym. It's a. It's short for tibia, I think. Like your leg bone? Exactly. Your lower leg bone? Yes. It's a series of pipes and fittings that I can put a weight on the end of. And then wrap my feet under, and then I can practice extending and flexing my ankles with weight as a resistance. And that's going to build up the muscles around the ankle and the lower shin. Hopefully make me more injury resilient. And does it help your, could it be a fib bar? 
Does it help your fibula too? <laughs> I'm not the one who named it. You can buy one online for $99, but I scaled back a little bit. And at Menards, I was able to put this together for $29 before the 11% rebate. What do you mean you scaled back a little bit? The instructions that someone had provided in YouTube on how to make your homemade tip bar included flanges to prop up against the weights. I didn't see a need to have flanges because the weight's not going anywhere. So I saved $10 because... The price of steel is quite high right now. So what's this extra little doodad sitting on for? That is a three-quarter inch black steel cap. That holds the weight on? It will hold the weight on because it's wider than the diameter of the hole in my weight. Yes. So why do you take the weight off? I'm still getting comfortable with this. It is too heavy for me to wrap it around my feet and lift my legs up in the air and prop them up on a bed or on a chair. So what I've been doing is just kind of leaning back in my chair and lifting with my quads to get the bar off the ground and then flexing the ankles. Well, that's a lot of pressure on the quads. And it's too much pressure on the quads to be able to extend my legs and pick this whole thing up and put it on the end of the bed or on the chair. So I took it off and I've decided it's a two-person piece of equipment. Just like when you're bench pressing something really heavy, you need a spotter. I'm going to need a spotter with this. I feel like I'm about to get a new job. Five pounds is just too much. (laughs) So can you put bigger? Yes. Heavier weights on there? Yes, we have a we have two 10-pound weights. We have a 15-pound weight and a 25-pound weight. And we could fit two plates on this bar if we wanted to. And the device itself weighs five pounds? Approximately. I haven't weighed it. But yeah, the steel pipes weigh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I must say, it looks pretty fancy. Thank you. Thank you. Every time I come in your office, there's something new. This was not given to me by any family members. (laughs) This is something that I went out and spent money on. So this didn't come out of your dad's garage? This is something that Kevin Booth suggested. My physical therapist and strength coach. We've had him on this podcast. We have. There we go. Well, thanks, Kevin. The gift that keeps on giving. So this weekend is the PTO U.S. Open. You know anybody that's racing that? No, that would be me. All right. And a few professionals as well. Oh, yeah. Well, they've got nothing on you. But I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm not sure if we will release this podcast before we start driving or after we get there. But I am about 70% packed. I got an early start. And... I don't know, I'm just looking forward to it. Not trying to break any records. Would you like to know what percent packed I am? I already know what percent packed you are. <laughs> what pack? Am I 100% packed? You are zero. <laughs> I'm zero percent packed. What is wrong with me? You've been busy. Whew. You've been playing the violin and, <laughs> and streak running. Well, that's not all I've been doing. There's no end to the things that you have been doing besides packing. <laughs> 
Yeah. But I'm not breaking any records this weekend. I'm just having fun. I want to be part of it. Get on the starting line. Make it to the finish line. You are going to have a PTO PR. That's right. You are going to have a 100K PR. You are so positive. Telling you. You got to set that bar because when we go back next year. Ooh. Who knows where it'll be? It may not be in Dallas. Yeah. I hope it's not. I'd like to. Let's move it around. I'd like to travel. I think eventually there will be a PTO World Championship. Probably. Is that not what this is? I mean, no. there are more pros. I mean, I feel like the pro field here is deeper than sometimes at Kona. Yeah, maybe. Um, but no, this is the U.S. Open. They had the Canadian Open. I think there's going to be a European Open as well. But I think eventually there will be a PTO World Championship. That's just that's my gonna, prediction. Are they going to have an Australian Open? I really need an excuse. I don't know. I really need an excuse for you to take me to Australia. It is such a pain to fly with a bicycle. Correct one. Okay. I could do that. <laughs> as long as the expectations for the race are the same as they are for this one. Have fun. Don't get hurt. Enjoy the experience. The expectation is vacation in Australia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of the PTO US Open, there's a couple of news items I wanted to mention. I found out recently that PTO has a podcast that they record live, kind of like TED Talks, that got Tri Talks. And they are going to be recording an episode at the PTO US Open with a special guest of Michael Johnson, the gold medal sprinter from a few years ago, who is known for wearing the, the golden shoes. Did we talk about that on the last podcast, or did you just no, this tell is new. me that? I think this is new. I just, I, I knew this. Well, I told you about it, and I told you that we had to sign up for it. Oh, that that's right. So I signed up for it, and then I hopped onto your computer into your account and I signed you up as well. Into we, my account. What account? I used your email account. Oh. But had I known, I could have used your account and signed us both up. But because I was logged in, it only let me sign up myself. Anyway, it was weird. Some technical issues that could be improved upon. It sounds like you are planning all kinds of fun for us while in Texas. It's going to be a triathlon vacation. Yeah, I don't know if I've asked this before, but it slips my mind. Where are we going in Texas? That's a big state. Irving, Texas. Irving. Which is outside of Dallas, which is in the Arlington area. And unfortunately, even though the Cowboys are in town playing on Sunday, I've got a race on Sunday. <sighs> I guess I'll go to your race. Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys lost big time. Mm. The Which, Dolphins won. I'm guessing you knew the Cowboys lost because you weren't saying anything. I didn't want to break that to you right at bedtime last night. <laughs> I looked this morning. I, I was not brave enough to look at bedtime. But also, this is how little time I have right now. If people know me, they know I've loved the Dallas Cowboys since I could say cowboy. And right now... Until today, I didn't even know that Dak wasn't quarterbacking. I guess he's hurt. I didn't know that either. <laughs> right, but you don't follow the Cowboys. Mm. So, yes. There you go. I've got to simplify my life a little bit so I can get back to my Cowboy fandom. It is football season. Yes, it is. 
And, you know, since we got rid of cut the wire, so to speak, on television in our home, we really don't have a good way to watch sports. Well, I have found it pretty enjoyable to watch the game highlights on YouTube, like the day after or the night after, and it just simplifies everything. It doesn't take all day, and you see the best of the action. I don't know. I really miss NFL Red Zone. Yeah. But I don't miss the satellite bill. So Cut, cut the cord. I'm happy that we cut the cord. All right, some more information on the PTO U.S. Open. They posted on their website that the current water temperature is 83 degrees. And looking at the extended forecast, it looks like race day is going to be in the 80s and 90s. So I don't think there's any reason to bring the wetsuit. One less thing to pack, 83 degrees. The health park where we swim is 82 degrees, so I should be right at home. Last podcast, we talked about some of the pro athletes who are going to be there. A late addition on the ladies' side is Kat Matthews, who is part of the Sub-8, Sub-7 project. So it's a stacked field on the ladies' side and the men's side, but it's just going to be exciting. And the women will be racing on Saturday. The men will be racing on Sunday. And so we will have an opportunity to watch both. And it'll be interesting to see how we can watch. They've got a, a grandstand set up. And I mean, maybe that's the best way to see the action, to see the finish. And I guess you could see transition from there as well. But anyway, we'll get the lay of the land when we get there. Road trip. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And the PTO put out a, another video that uh, highlighted Lucy Charles Barclay coming back, who did really well in an event that the PTO had at the same time as the Collins Cup. But anyway, in this video, it was talking about her injury, where she had a stress fracture in her femoral neck. I'm going to say if somebody has a stress fracture in their femur or femoral neck, they should probably stay off of it. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, she did the right thing. She took some time off. But what impressed me in this video was that while she was rehabbing to get back to competing, she was also doing analysis and working with professionals to figure out what was wrong with her form or her training that could have caused that. So it's not just what do I need to do to get back in the game. It's what can I do to be a better athlete and stay in the game. So interesting it's going to be an exciting couple of days of racing in addition to me being able to race. Mm. Speaking of racing, Joe Skipper won Ironman Wales, and he had a whale of a time. <laughs> okay. If you didn't roll with my femur joke, maybe I shouldn't roll with the whale joke. <laughs> You're going to have to fill me in because I didn't notice the joke. Oh, it wasn't really a joke. Go ahead. Okay. Joe was not the strongest swimmer, but he's got other strengths. He came out of the water maybe four or five minutes behind the lead. But then on the bike, he had a mechanical issue. His chain got tangled up. You've had that happen. It's a real pain when the chain comes off and it gets wedged in there. Apparently, it took about 20 minutes for him to get some assistance to get the chain freed up. But as strong as he is... And with the field that was there, 
he was able to make up something close to 25 minutes to take the lead on the run and still ended up winning by eight minutes. Yeah, when I was training for Ironman, I had that happen, and we actually had to take the bicycle into the repair shop to get the chain unwedged. Then the same thing happened leaving T1 at Ironman Louisville, and I really think I had a little small miracle because I was able to just pull it out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's no fun. No fun at all, and you get messy. Well, I didn't care about that. I just wanted to be able to ride the bike. Yeah. I I handle a little chain grease. Mm-hmm. Continuing on with Joe Skipper. So he was in the Sub-7 project and was pretty competitive against Christian Blumenfeld. So he's definitely a, a strong contender going into the Ironman World Championship just a, a few weeks out. But he was debating on whether he would even go to the Ironman World Championship because of how expensive it is to go to Hawaii and stay in Hawaii as compared to the potential for prize money. Based on what he anticipates his expenses being, he feels like he needs to place in the top seven just to break even. That's a pretty high bar considering the caliber of professionals that attend the Ironman World Championship. He could do it, though. He could do it. So like I say... I can foresee a PTO World Championship at some point. Let's see, one other little piece of news. The UCI Cycling World Championships are starting up next week, and they are in Australia. Well, I mean, that's probably where we ought to be then. I think it's invitation only, and I wasn't invited. Well, invitation only to participate, but, you know, we could spectate. It'd be nice to, to... Earn the rainbow jersey for the entire next year. Somebody will. Do you think that'll be you? Oh, no. Oh, I was confused there for a That's minute. what you win at the World Championship of Cycling, the rainbow jersey. Interesting. So in other news this week, the Queen of England passed away. She has been the queen for more than our entire lifetime. A lot more than our entire lifetime. And one thing that impressed me in some of the articles I've seen is that she was a Christian and she was pretty open about her faith and the importance of faith in a nation. We need more of that. Yeah. And uh, her grandsons, William and Harry, were actually together and getting along this week. So that was a good thing. That is a good thing. I was reading another article this week that says the average duration of an empire is about 250 years. It won't be long before the United States has been a country for 250 years. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that right now. We need more of Jesus in our country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the old saying, a house divided cannot stand, and we are so divided, and just so many people are so nasty to each other. Like You're right. But even beyond that, all through the the history that's recorded in the Bible, there's nations that become evil and they're destroyed. And then another nation will rise and they'll become proud and evil and and they'll be destroyed. And anyway, we need to turn our hearts toward the Lord, ask for forgiveness and mercy, and pray that his favor will 
forever be with us. Pray the Second Chronicles prayer. Yes. Maybe that can be humble our ourselves and pray. <laughs> Maybe that could be our official scripture at the end of this podcast. Unless you already have one. I think that's a fine one. I did not have one yet. There you go. All right, one more little story that I just thought was pretty cool, and you'll appreciate this because you, in addition to a Dallas Cowboy fan, you are a St. Louis Cardinals fan. So recently, Albert Pujols hit home run number 697 to move into fourth place all time. And some of the fans who had caught the ball out in the outfield learned that this was a a milestone for him, offered to give him the ball back. But he said that the ball probably means more to you than it does to me. He autographed it, autographed a few extra balls and gave it to him. But just a pretty cool guy. But this article I was reading quoted Albert as saying, and he's referring to God, he's given me this platform. He's given me the power and the strength to play this game, this game that I love. I think at the end of the day, you need to put work into hitting, whether it's with an iPad, whether it's in the cage, in the weight room. I'm just glad I'm able to do that and help this ball club to win. So it's just a great attitude that he's thankful to the Lord, but he's still putting in the hard work. Yeah, and you know, he's been a class act his whole career, and he's also one of the few superstars these days that actually sticks with the team. Yeah, he's been with the Cardinals a long time. Yes, he has, and you just don't see that a lot, especially with players who are exceptional our athletes had another successful week this past week i know we've mentioned it in our team note but a lot of our listeners aren't on the team so give a shout out to valerie on a 10k personal best awesome job yep and then andrew got yet another 5k personal best so kind of fun we had a uh, onboarding meeting the other day we thought it was going to be a pre-onboarding meeting someone had reached out to us and asked if he could talk with us a little bit about coaching and so we hopped on a zoom call and i guess we ran a little longer than we normally run because you know we just have the free version of zoom <laughs> zoom changed their policies yeah so it it time and you know usually we can wrap things up and 40 minutes, but we had a little extended time after the 40 minutes. Anyway, we're always excited to welcome new team members, and it's just exciting to learn of his goals and where he is now. Just can't wait to see him grow as an athlete as well. So it's always fun. The team's growing. We're getting to know a lot of people, and I don't know about you, but it's kind of fun, kind of enjoying it. I was thinking about putting a map of the United States on our website and putting a little pin drop in each of the states where we have athletes. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And occasionally when we get a local athlete, they ask, hey, do you do group runs or get the team together? And we really don't do that because there's no way to get all of our athletes together. When we have the opportunity to go to races that our athletes are at. We really want to meet with the athletes and see them in person rather than just on Zoom. It's great to meet them. Yeah, it's always fun when our races coincide with races of athletes 
across the nation that are on the team. So it's just a lot of fun. I met one of our athletes recently that we had only seen on Zoom, and it was really nice. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up with the scripture. Do you have anything else? I think not today. I mean, we have so much going on this week that we may as well make this a wrap. Yeah, you need to get ready to start packing. <laughs> I gotta, yes, I've gotta pack. All right, Second Chronicles 7. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Oh Lord, I pray that we will do exactly that. Humble ourselves and pray and that you will forgive us. And heal our land. Amen. At RYR Endurance Team, we specialize in customized coaching. What is customized coaching? It's more than a training plan. It's a relationship. It's a partnership. So what are your goals? What are you training for? Contact us at ryrcoach at gmail.com or visit us on our website RYREnduranceTeam.com. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please do us a favor. Give us a five-star review and subscribe. This helps others find us. Thanks for listening.